you decide to market your brand is how you show up in the world. Just Marketing is committed to making a difference through being and building ethical, anti-racist, and equitable businesses. If we haven't met yet, my name is Meg Brunson, my pronouns are she, her, and Just Marketing combines my mission to build a more accessible and inclusive world with my expertise in the digital marketing space. Let's do this. Let's talk about what to do when you mess up on your Just Marketing journey. No one is perfect. Your company is bound to mess up sometimes, and that's okay. Your Just Marketing journey is dependent on your reaction to the situation, not on the situation never happening in the first place. Your reaction determines the reputation you will hold. It also depends on the relationship between intent and impact of your actions. So let's define those two words. Intent is the why behind an action. Intent is simply the reason why you do or did something. Impact is the effect that your action has on others. It's independent of the action's intent. So sometimes good intentions can have a negative impact. There can be cases where you know that you didn't mean to be racist or homophobic or inaccessible. Your intentions were good, but at the end of the day, somebody was hurt by your actions. You can't always control when that's going to happen, but you can learn to anticipate it. You can learn how to respectfully react in these situations. We are all human, and these are complex issues that are constantly changing and evolving. You're not always going to get it right. So remember that when somebody points out something that you've said or done that had a negative um, impact on them, remember that it's not a personal attack on you. This is feedback. Feedback to help you continue to learn and continue to grow. And we need to... We need to rewire our brains to welcome and embrace all of the feedback that you receive. So if possible, uh, you want to take a moment to work through any immediate emotions that you feel about the issue when you are confronted. So full disclosure here, I am a crier. Um, More specifically, I am a white woman who tends to cry at confrontation. It is important to recognize that crying white women have often been weaponized against people of color throughout history, and it's my responsibility not to put the burden of my tears and my emotions on anybody else, all right? Since I know that I often struggle to control my immediate emotional reaction, this is when I would excuse myself um, and handle my feelings in confidence so that I can prepare myself to actively engage in a discussion and in the learning that needs to happen. Now, as I am on this journey and continue to work on myself, I am becoming better at controlling my tears. Um, it is a journey, right? So we, we just need to work on ourselves and, and take a moment to think about how you react in situations and how you can actively work on changing that so that it's a more productive reaction. Okay. We also need to make sure we are learning by listening. It's essential that we do less talking. All right. That's really hard for me. You know, if you know me, you know, I'm a talker, but we have to, we have to be willing to do less talking and more listening when we're receiving criticism related to missteps 
that we have taken. We need to create space for marginalized groups and marginalized people to speak as a part of our learning curve. We need to accept that feedback with an open mind and with a goal of understanding so that we can learn better, so that we can do better. We need to be very intentional. This is another thing I struggle with. We need to ensure that we are not making the conversation about us. All right. This is not the time. It's not the time to compare the situation to an experience you had or your friend had, et cetera. It's not the time. We need to listen to the lived experiences that are being shared with us in that moment. We need to believe the stories that we are being told. And we need to, we need to think. We need to absorb. We need to sit with it. Um, we don't need to speak. We don't need to center ourselves or our experiences. We need to give room for the person who was harmed in some way to, to share that information with us. All right? This process can feel uncomfortable. It can feel very uncomfortable, especially if you're new to, to this process. But important growth comes from sitting with that discomfort, right? With getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So in the moment, um, people will all say, like, well, well, what can I say? Like, you're telling me all these things not to do. Don't center yourself. Don't do this. Don't do that. Just listen. But I mean, at some point, you have to say something, right? You have to say something. So what could you say? You could say something like, thank you for bringing this to my attention. That impact is certainly misaligned with my values. I appreciate everything you've shared with me on this topic. And I'm going to do the work to educate myself further and to change the way I speak or act going forward. Now, of course, I'm not saying you should memorize that, right? And that's not going to be relevant in all situations. But the general premise is we want to acknowledge appreciation for you know, the person that we unintentionally, likely, harmed, we, we want to uh, give them appreciation for the fact that they brought it to our attention, that they are willing to do that work, right? They were willing to give us the feedback, all right? They could have just rolled their eyes and blocked you, unfriended you, whatever, but instead they took the time, they put forth the energy, and we want to thank them for doing that. Don't get defensive right? There's no, there's no need to get defensive, but you can identify that the impact is misaligned with your values. That's not what you intended to happen, but you acknowledge that the impact, you know, that their experiences were real. Um, and then you're not, don't expect a person who's been harmed by your words or your actions, don't expect them to educate you, all right? Whatever, whatever feedback they're willing to give you, accept it take it, thank them for it, but ensure that you know that this is your job, right? We have to take responsibility. We have to do the work to educate ourselves. And in the world of social media, it's easy. The world of, of internet, right? We can Google things. We can read articles. Um, you can, if you're in a Facebook group that or, or any kind of group. It doesn't have to be on Facebook, right? Facebook group, Mindy Networks, any sort of a group that um, with like-minded people, you can ask that group for feedback, right? Let's work together to ensure that we're all learning better, doing better, and growing, all right? 
So like I said, we can't expect others to educate us. If somebody approaches you and wants to educate you, you need to shut up and listen. Otherwise, take any information you're given and make a plan to do that work to continue to educate yourself, not only about the initial misstep, but also the way that you handle the feedback. We can always improve on that as well. In order to pinpoint the work that you need to do moving forward, here are three questions you can ask yourself. Why did you respond the way that you did when you were given feedback? Think about that. Why do you feel the way that you do? And what could you have done differently? When you recognize where you and other people around you have gone wrong, and you accept that that is going to happen, you are going to make mistakes, that will help you avoid repeating the same mistakes in the future. Now, if you have a team that you work with in your business, you should definitely talk with your team about the potential for these missteps. All right, we all make mistakes. We are doing our best. We are creating our just marketing strategies and plans, but sometimes things just don't pan out as intended. And we have to be willing to take action knowing that we may make a mistake. So talk with your team about that potential for mistakes and work together to come up with a social response plan so that you are prepared for those situations when things don't go as planned, right? So you want to cover number one, who to inform when negative or constructive feedback is received. Who is the person on your team, your agency, that needs to know that something negative has happened. In my business, that person is me, right? I am personally involved and I want to know if I or somebody on my team made a mistake or if something that we did or said had a negative impact. Number two, who will respond or approve responses? So if you have a VA working for your company, you may decide that they should not be the one to respond in these situations. You may want to respond yourself, or you may want to appoint somebody else um, who's more well-versed in DEI or more well-versed in conflict resolution to be the spokesperson for your team. All right, if we are not a big corporation, we probably don't have like a PR department, but you want to identify who will be the person to approve those public responses. We need to remember that the way we respond is going to form our reputation, all right? It's not just the mistake we made. It's how we respond that ultimately has that lasting impact. You also want to talk about the general tone that you want your responses to sound like, okay? So for me, words that come to mind when it comes to general tone of responses um, are open-minded, respectful, genuine. Um, I want, you know, I want to be clear what we do and we do not stand for. I want to provide feedback as to what our action, our immediate action steps are going to be and how we will do better in the future. This is an area where I'm very clear in my branding guides and my copy guides that when it comes to these types of conversations, we absolutely do not use humor in any way, shape, or form. This is not an area that we are going to attempt to be funny, right? We have to be respectful. We have to be genuine. One of the practices that I fully embrace and I encourage other people to embrace is transparency. So share your mistakes. Being open about the past helps to normalize that personal growth that has to happen. And it may even address harm that's felt in your community, even if these people did not reach out to you directly at the time that the harm happened, right? 
And admitting you've, you were wrong is hard, but the message you're communicating is more important than how it feels to you. Does that make sense? Honesty and continual growth are the key signs of genuine, genuine commitment. And those things are going to help other people see that you are truly invested 100% in doing this work, even when it is super difficult. Most importantly, remember not to allow this fear of making a mistake to hold you back from speaking up or taking action. We always have the opportunity to respond to corrective feedback, and we need to be willing to, to put ourselves out there and to do the hard work, even when there is a risk of, making, of messing up. And you have this episode as a resource when that happens. Remember, y'all, perfection is not the goal, all right? When mistakes happen, we learn from them. You know, it's that common quote, right? Growth happens outside the comfort zone. And right now, we need growth more than ever. Now is the time that we want to be open to criticism and change. And in order to anticipate the reaction to your actions, you have to take the time to think not only about the intent of the content that you're putting out marketing your business, but also the potential impact that it will have on the community at large. So how do we make sure that our marketing content is inclusive and accessible to the most marginalized members of our community? This is a question you should be asking yourself every time you create content. How do we make sure that this content is accessible and inclusive to all people, but especially the most marginalized members of our community? Think about the range of diversity in the community that you reach. And as you develop marketing campaigns, ask questions like, are we appropriating elements, words, phrases, images, etc., of a marginalized culture? Are we appropriating anything? Are we using language that has racist origins or insensitive connotations? We're going to talk more about language and appropriation in future episodes, but this is an area where I have made some honest-to-goodness mistakes because I didn't realize that some of the things I was saying had racist origins. So we need to be aware of that. And if we make those mistakes, acknowledge them, right? And then we remove those words from our internal dictionary. We remove them. We don't use them anymore. And ask yourself, are we amplifying a voice of someone who's considered racist or harmful to Black, Indigenous, people of color, the LGBTQIA plus community, the disabled community? Is the voice that we're amplifying, are we sharing content from a source that is problematic? Don't do it. They may have some really great insights on business, but if their values are misaligned, find your insights elsewhere. There are plenty of people who are doing good, who are making incredible change in the world, and their insights are just as powerful. So do your best to share content only from people who are value aligned. When we make it a habit to analyze our content through a lens of equity while still being prepared to get it wrong sometimes, you're setting yourself up for continuous forward motion on your Just Marketing journey. If and when you do make a mistake, you'll be able to reflect on the process you went through, determine what went wrong, and identify how to improve in the future. Okay, y'all, I know this podcast is full of recommendations for ensuring your marketing is just, and trying to remember all the things can be overwhelming. 
Luckily, you don't have to rely on memory alone. Before you post your next piece of content, be sure to download the Just Marketing Checklist so that you can ensure that everything is as accessible and inclusive as possible. You can download that resource at justmarketingchecklist.com. You may already know, but we've made Just Marketing accessible to you however you prefer to consume your content. You can subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast player, subscribe on our YouTube channel to watch the videos, or read the transcriptions on the blog and subscribe there as well. I would appreciate honest reviews wherever you are consuming this content. And of course, if you would share this resource with anyone who is or should be on a just marketing journey. Thank you so, so much for being with us again today. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.